0: Hey everyone, welcome to Sex and Psychology. I am Lauren, your host. If this is the first time listening, thank you so much. Um, welcome to my podcast. I need to make like a, a set introduction because I'll be real with you guys, I never know how to start this thing. Um, but welcome. Thank you so much for listening. It is our second month, um, I believe. It might be going on to the third month. And we have... We're so close to a thousand listens, which might not sound like a lot, but to me, I'm like super stoked because this is one of my favorite things to do. Honestly, I love talking to you guys. Many of you know that I used to have a blog, um, and just due to school and working full time and adulting, like I cannot write anymore like that. I wish I had the time, um, but editing, man, it takes hours to write a blog, so A lot of dedication for any fellow bloggers out there. But for me, this is really what's sitting with me and resonating. And my close girlfriend and I uh, were thinking of starting a YouTube channel called The Dating Booth because when we went to Vegas, um, don't judge guys, we went on several dates in like three days in the same booth um, and we would double date and it was so much fun. And my girlfriend is single like yours truly, and we were just thinking of making a channel where we just shoot the shit and just talk about our bad dates and our good dates and our, like, everything in between. So we just have to record. That's the first step. Um, we'll get there sooner rather than later, but hopefully, you know, that will be a thing pretty soon, and you guys can check it out. But in the meantime, I'm coming to you guys today. Um, I just put out an interview yesterday with the beautiful, the one and only Shannon Russo. So check it out if you haven't already. We talk about like female empowerment, body positivity, uh, dating, sex, of course. Um, Yeah, she's great. She has a beautiful, soothing voice and it was definitely a fun episode. So check that out. This will be my solo episode for the week. I feel like this is going to be a super emotional. I already feel it, guys. I'm a cancer. A super emotional podcast for me because I have been going through a lot the last several months. And this is going to be super like honest and vulnerable and raw. And I'm going to tell you guys all the things and specifically we're going to focus on like hookups, um breadcrumbing, if you're familiar with ghosting, it's kind of a similar term. Um and everything in between so one daddy issues I'll be real right with you guys I have my fair share of daddy issues and I feel like this has become like a very mainstream term to describe girls these days but it's something that I'm like willing to own up to and openly admit like yes I do have severe daddy issues but I'm working on them so That's the first step. I'm aware of what my problems are. I am in therapy, doing the hard work, taking responsibility for my actions and trying to change my life. And it's hard. It's really uncomfortable. Um, I guess the first wound I ever experienced in my life was being adopted. Um, The first feeling I remember ever feeling in my entire life is rejected. So although it was very loving that my birth mom and father decided to carry me to term, give me life, uh, give me a great family that wants me, I just remember feeling abandoned and thinking like, what the fuck is wrong with me that my own parents don't even want me, you know? And now as a 26-year-old female, I fully understand that that was the most selfless thing anyone could have ever done um, for me and my parents adopted parents they wanted me but back then growing up as a a toddler a child an adolescent teen like i felt unwanted and that feeling is so deeply ingrained in me that i literally seek out people and situations that will confirm my ingrained belief of being not good enough that something is wrong with me and then my father passed away when I was 15. To add on top of that, um, I felt doom and gloom. And I became immersed in grief and loss and sadness. And that really, what transpired after that was a rough few years, guys. I mean, I I was suicidal. I had depression, debilitating social anxiety. I used to cut myself. I used to make myself throw up. Um, I got into... A slew of abusive relationships. I was just lost and I honestly feel in the last six months I have been forced to grow more than any other time in my entire life. Like since me and my ex broke up in February I have been, I've been hit with a lot of hard things. Um, a lot of triggering things since I started dating and the other night my girlfriend said to me maybe this is... <laughs> the universe telling you, Lauren, that you shouldn't be dating right now. Like if it's clearly not working out with the people you want it to work out to, if you're just, you know, immersed in disappointment and feeling discouraged and frustrated, like just do you girl. And I was like, yes, (laughs) like I feel that is so true. So I had a therapy session yesterday. My therapist is awesome. He's been on here before. Um, he helps me so much and I really find that I've been losing myself you know this summer I started drinking I began I never drank in my entire life because both my parents were addicts they struggled with alcohol and substance abuse so I avoided alcohol and um, honestly my ex-boyfriend several years ago used to like force me to drink and then he would like violate me so I've had negative experiences with drinking in case anyone that's hangs with me like wonders why did this girl never get drunk you know before the time she was 26 well that's why because I know I have the potential to be very impulsive and lose control very easily I know my limits but this this summer I started drinking because I became very interested in this one person and we would drink and really the only time we would hang out or flirt was when we were both drunk And then I started drinking more and I'm not saying I have an alcohol issue by any means. I drink like two times a week, but you know, I'm at that point where I'm realizing it's really not serving me anymore. And that specific person, they, they weren't interested in me clearly. Um, They made that pretty clear after several attempts to get to know them better and they just weren't reciprocating which seems to be a theme in the last few months honestly um but I was feeling very confident this summer I was on my keto grind like I lost 30 pounds I had this long blonde hair and I felt I felt beautiful and I was so happy to be single but what hurt the most was even at my prime when I felt very like I felt good it still didn't feel like it was good enough for these people. Um, and then a couple months later, you know, I was on and off the apps, <laughs> um, an old flame reemerged, um, back in like August, uh, September and we got together and I just really fell for him. Um, but he didn't feel the same way again. Um, and it hurt because, you know, I thought. Like, why is God bringing these people into my life if it's just ending in suffering and pain? So that's okay. Like, I appreciated him being transparent with me and telling me like, you know, I don't want to lead you on after it was kind of too late. You know, the whole breadcrumbing thing, guys, we'll get there. But um, I was like, all right, did my own thing, had fun, hadn't had sex in like eight months. Like I was, you know, I was going through it. So I decided to make a hinge, and uh, this was like a couple weeks ago. I made a hinge, and I met a couple people off a of hinge, but really only one person um, did I want to really like invest in. And they <laughs> clearly um, didn't feel the same way. But I think what I'm learning as I get older is the necessity of communicating, because we're going to jump back to daddy issues, but breadcrumbing. This is what I find on my my last several months of dating, is these people, right? You'll match with them, you'll talk with them, maybe you'll follow each other on social media, give each other your number, great. I've had several patterns that I've seen creep up time and time again, where these guys... They will want a texting buddy. They will want to talk to you all day, every day, but they don't want to hang out with you, which makes zero sense with me if, you know, cause in my mind, guys are physical. They're driven by sex. How the fuck do you expect to get laid if you won't even see me in person, you know? And I know obviously that's not what every single guy wants. I'm not grouping every guy into a category, but I just, it, it's something I still can't wrap my head around. Um, specifically on Hinge, there was a person that I was extremely attracted to because he, he looked like my ex-boyfriend to be quite honest, but he was like a taller, like he was a snack. He was a whole fucking meal. Actually, I take that back, but you know, I made my interest very clear Um, Possibly too clear. I am super blunt. (laughs) Um, I just like to cut the bullshit and cut to the chase. Like, do you want to hang out or not? And he did not really appear interested at all in hanging out with me. Because I had asked him maybe three times. And after that, I was just like, you know what, dude? I'm going to give you my number. If you're ever interested to, like, link up. You hit me up. And I guess... You know, things come up. I, I'm trying to not take it personally because I understand how these apps work. You're talking to like 20 people at the same time, you know, but it's just kind of confusing. And another thing that has appeared is breadcrumbing, where the person's basically like feeding you breadcrumbs, like not enough to satiate you, not enough to give you a clear answer, but they're just stringing you along and sending you quote unquote mixed signals here's the thing I've learned with mixed signals. No answer is an answer in itself. If you have to question and wonder if a person is into you, they're probably not interested in you. And my pet peeve is the whole, I'll let you know. And this is triggering for me because this happens time and time again on the apps where You know, I just hate games, guys. You go back and forth. This person texted me. Now it's my turn to text. Whatever. I'm not into that. I will straight up ask you, do you want to hang out? You know, do you want to get together sometime? Because I I think courtmanship has its place, but I'm a girl. I know what the fuck I want. And if I know what I want, I'm going after it. So a prime example happened like a week or two ago. Me and this guy hung out. I got a vibe with him. Like I thought he was cool as fuck. I thought he was sexy as fuck. Like I was down to fuck. (laughs) Um, but I wanted to get to know him better. Like he was, he was super cute, like motivated. Like he seemed great, seemed great being the key word. And then we hung out and you know, I'll take ownership. I might've gotten drunk off of a glass of wine on our date, which happens with me. And I might have brought up my ex. I might have, guys. Don't judge. I didn't mean to. It was, I guess, appropriate. The person asked me a question, and then I said it, and I'm like, fuck, I probably shouldn't have said it. But whatever. It happens. If someone brings up their ex, like, once on a date, I don't judge them. If it's constant, yeah, clearly they're not over their ex, but this was, like, five years ago, guys. And, um... I was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. But honestly, if I can't be myself and if I have to monitor everything I say on a date, then the person's probably not for me. So I mentioned my ex once. I can't really think of anything else that might have turned this person off, but I did not hear from them after we hung out. And I was mad disappointed. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I still am kind of like butt hurt, but I'm trying to just be an adult and move the fuck on. Cancer, we get attached really easily. So I didn't hear from this person, and I was like, fuck, like, (laughs) I fucked up or something. I don't know. Clearly, they're not interested. So I texted them. I caved. I was like, hey, do you want to do this this time? I'll let you know. That's what they said. I will let you know. So the day comes that I asked this person to get together, and did they let me know? Nah. Nah. Did they have any semblance of consideration or regard for my feelings? No, they did not. Um, didn't text me, whatever. And, you know, I kind of figured, I was like, I'm not waiting around for this person to text me. I'm going to go out, get with my girls, and have plans and have fun. But that's the thing, guys. I, I'm pissed, you know? Because you're a grown adult, you know, if you're over the age of what, like 25, you know what the fuck you're doing. At least I would hope. Just be mature. I'm a big girl. I <laughs> I can put my big girl panties on and I can take it. I said, if you're not interested, let me know, you know, but no, they said, I'll let you know. Okay. So, that's what i'm learning that if someone doesn't give you a clear definitive answer that is their answer and they are too much of a coward to tell you because i respect people that would tell me i'm not interested in getting together again like thank you thanks for not wasting my motherfucking time thanks for not wasting your own time thanks for honoring yourself and that's that walk away civil yeah maybe you're a little bummed but at least you know at least you're not being breadcrumbed or ghosted or whatever the fuck because that's what people do they will keep you in their back pocket if they have no other plans if they're bored if all the other girls that they're talking to it doesn't work out then they'll hit you up to stroke their ego to make them feel like oh she still wants me i still got this girl in the palm of my hand i'm still desirable what a fucking man i am That's my gripe with online dating guys. I deleted Hinge. I think I'm gonna stay off the dating apps for a while, honestly. Um, because it's just like one thing after the other. And I talked to this with my therapist and I'm like, why is it that the guys that I am interested in, like they're not interested in me you know like they couldn't care less and the guys that I'm like not into they're all over me they want to hang out the next day they're texting me 24 7 I'm like do I like these guys because they don't like me or do they not like me because I like them and then you know a therapist he's like when do you think this pattern started Lauren when was the first time you can and I'm just like yes Michael I know the adoption my dad's death like all that good shit you know but I take full accountability for this. Like, I am the creator of my reality. I am manifesting these people over and over. Same person, different face shit. Like, I'm drawing these things to me because they're familiar and they feel comfortable. And although they suck, it's like subconsciously validating my idea of myself that something is wrong with me, that I'm not good enough. Because you know how shitty it feels to be breadcrumb, guys. Like, you're given just a little, just a little to give you that false resemblance of hope and keep you interested and you're hoping and you're hoping and this person texts me like why won't they text me what did I do wrong was there something on my face like what the fuck ever no one deserves that like it's a it's a respect thing it's a courtesy thing it's a consideration a maturity thing guys I went on like three dates and I was not feeling the guy I knew right off the bat and I had the guts to tell them hey, thank you so much for your time. You're great, whatever, whatever the fuck you wanna say. I basically was like, I'm not interested in getting together again. So I don't leave that person on. I don't waste anyone's time. I'm a mature adult and move on. Not enough people. I talked about this in my last whole episode. We are not willing to get on the same page. Just get on the same fucking level, people. (laughs) You know, again, it's hard. But that's what dating is about. And I understand dating, there's going to be rejection and you're going to have to build resilience because there are going to be times when people don't want you, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't want yourself. And that is something I'm learning like wholeheartedly. I am trying to not abandon myself when I feel like others want nothing to do with me. And honestly... They're doing you a favor. I just keep coming back to this. They are doing me a favor, sis, because what is meant for me will not be a struggle. I cannot mess up who is meant for me and who is meant to be in my life. It will be easy. It will not feel like a battle. I won't feel like shit. Because the person that is meant to be in your life, they will want you, they will text you, they will let you know, and you will feel good about it, you will feel happy, and you will feel more than good enough. And people that make you feel like something is wrong with you, like, yes, maybe I shouldn't have brought my ex up on that date. Maybe I should have like given up with this person several months ago that clearly wasn't reciprocating, wasn't asking for my number. But hey, guys it's it's all good right it's all part of the the journey like we create experiences and situations because we have to learn and i am still learning i am trudging along with you guys and and i won't lie like i've been feeling hella depressed lately Um, I quit my job. I don't really have anything stable set up. It's scary. It's uncomfortable. And then on top of that, like, I just want love. Like, I'm not even saying I'm looking for a relationship, which I kind of just said because I said I want love, but we all want love, human value, like down to our core. We all want to be accepted. We all want to feel desired. We all want to feel good enough. And like we contribute and we just want to feel chosen and special in some way, shape or form, like maybe for someone that's going out and having random booty calls, maybe for someone else that's getting engaged, like we all, if you have a conscious, we all want that. And it's scary and, and dating is vulnerable and it, it is, it hurts. It hurts to not be chosen by the one that you choose. I really get that. Um, but I'm, I'm learning that they're doing me a favor in the end. You know, if someone screws you over, they're doing you a fucking favor because they're showing you who they are by their actions, by their lack of actions. I want a guy or a person, you know, you guys know that I love women and men. I want a person that is courteous enough, is brave enough, knows themselves well enough that they can speak their truth openly and honestly with me, and honestly, it's a, a huge turnoff. Frankly, what these people have been doing to me, because they're disappointing. It, it goes to show the lack of morale, morale, whatever the fuck you say. It goes to show that they are lacking in character, at least in this area of their lives. And I'm not saying these people are bad. I'm not saying I wish them bad. Like they, they're healing. They're learning. We're all learning. And I've been there. I've been in their shoes. I've done things I'm not proud of. I I've treated people with less dignity than I should have, but I'm really forming and growing into my my identity. I'm working on my integrity, on my communication. Um I'm doing the hard work and I'm really looking at myself in the mirror and reflecting and trying to be aware of my shit and own my shit. And that's why I say I have daddy issues, guys. Like you could judge me if you want to. I don't give a shit. So I made a sugar daddy website several months ago, and I was prospect to get paid to have sex with these random men. I was at such a low point in my life because I think, okay, this person doesn't want me, neither does this person. Like, I need to feel wanted in some way, shape, or form. So naturally, I made a sugar daddy website, um, not knowing what I was signing myself up for, and I realized prostitution just isn't for me. Like maybe it's for you fully support you. You do you girl. But for me, that's not aligned with my values. That is not what my higher self wants for me. That's not what I think my father would want for me. Um, I don't want to be objectified. I don't like feeling used and you know, it's also using the other person for their money. It's just not like high vibrational for me and and i'm really learning that i need to trust my instincts i need to follow my heart but keep my head on straight in the last few weeks my head has not feel, like felt like it's on straight you know like i've been going through a rough patch i've been feeling depressed there's been times where like thoughts of suicide have crept up in my mind and i know that this is a part of me but it doesn't have to like i don't need to suffocate in that part of me I can acknowledge that part of me and I can let it go and I can continue to come back to myself because I know what I want. I just want to feel good enough. And I, I realize that we shouldn't place our, our worth and our sense of self in others hands because sometimes I'll be real with you guys. Like we're just not at that point to see someone the way that they had hoped, you know, and that's okay. That's that's what life is about. Life is a journey and it ebbs and flows. It goes up and it goes down. And you have to trust that the universe doesn't operate in a vacuum. If something doesn't work out, it's because something better is made for you. Something else is meant for you. When one door closes, another one opens. As cliche and corny as that sounds, it is true. I'm sure if you were insightful enough and you just like reflected and looked back at your life, you'll have points where you really wanted something to work out and it didn't work out. And you didn't know the reason why back then it just didn't make sense to you. You you were pushing and pushing and trying to control and manipulate things to make it work out, but it just wouldn't work out. And that saying like you could lead a horse to water but you can't force it to drink. It's true. Cliches are said for a reason, because they hold truth. You will know one day, or maybe you won't, but everything has a purpose. Everything, we can look at it as either a blessing or a lesson, or we should. We shouldn't look at anything like, oh, I'm doomed. I have bad luck. My life sucks. Like, I've been there. I was in that victim mentality for a long ass time, guys. And this year, I just, I'm deciding to change because the trajectory of my life is in my hands. And I hold the pen and paper to write the story of my life. And if someone doesn't want me, that's okay. You know, they can want what they want. They have free will. I can't control people. You just have to accept people for where they're at because we are all at a different place in our life. And what might serve us might not serve another person. So what am I saying, guys? Don't breadcrumb people. You know, it's not cool. It's just... It's not doing anyone a favor. And you can try putting things off for your own selfish gain. You don't want to look at it. You don't want to bring it up. It's easier to just push it off and numb the pain. But I promise, like, it will come back to slap you in the face. And you will wish that you had gone another way. Maybe not in this lifetime, but in another lifetime. So that is that with daddy issues and breadcrumbing. You know, I will be in therapy. I'm a firm believer of therapy. I've been in therapy since I was 13 years old because I love shadow work. I love these difficult conversations and I love transforming myself and growing and developing my mind. I want to be the best person I can. I want to be so like on such a high frequency and so light that anyone that comes in my path is immediately like they feel loved i want people to feel good about themselves and and if i've ever done anything to hurt someone i have no like i don't have any bad feelings towards really anyone and the people that i do like i am working on that actively every day to forgive forgive and most importantly forgive yourself and let it go So these were my three goals for the week. One, my therapist was like, what are the three things you can do this week to get grounded, come back to center, realign? And I was like, one, I need to not ignore my gut because that bitch is right. (laughs) Whether I want to believe it or not, you know, my higher self, my intuition, whatever you want to call it, they know. And I have to let them guide me and lead the way. The second one was to release You know, so often we cling, we attach to outcomes or things or forms. We need to release and let go because another saying, damn, I'm using a lot of quotes today. If someone is meant to be with you or if something is meant to be yours, it will find its way to you. And it is true. And the more we cling and attach to something, the more we will repel it. That's why... You'll be thinking of someone constantly and the second you don't think about them, they reach out to you. It's energy. It's it's the law. So that was number two, just surrender. Give it up to God, trust the universe. Leap and the net will appear. That is what I am doing and that is what I believe with my whole heart. And the third one, what was the third one? Okay, number three, most importantly, self-acceptance, unconditional self-love. There will be times when you feel great about yourself and there will be times when you feel low as the dirt, the scum of the earth. I've been flip-flopping between the two. (laughs) But you know what? I love myself. I really do. I want to be my own best friend. I want to love myself when no one else can love me. I want to see my value when no one else sees it. I want to believe in myself when everyone else around me is doubting me. I want to love myself so much that anyone that isn't on the same path and chooses to steer in the opposite direction of me I let them go easily because I know my worth I know I have something to offer and if that person can't see it well then it's their loss quite frankly and I will find someone better for me someone that honors me someone that adores me someone that loves me but I can't have that if I'm not giving it to myself I can't truly have that long-lasting have that genuinely have that if I don't have that intention for myself first. So those are the three things I'm working on. And I hope you will join me and take my hand and walk this road with me because it's been, it's been 2020, man. It's been a year. It's been, it's been bumpy, but I feel like better things are ahead. You know, I've been through so much trauma in my life. If I could get through that, then this is a piece of cake because we are stronger in the places where we have been broken so let's wrap this up on a high note folks and let's talk about sex um damn i'm I'm like wondering how much i should disclose for out of just you know respect and privacy for another person but sex is great if it aligns with you if it is serving you the last few months, like, I was sex-hungry, guys. I was like, damn, I'm going to fuck anyone that <laughs> shows me any resemblance of attention. And I didn't, before you go making assumptions. I did not. Um, you know, sex used to mean a lot to me. And it's it's been out of character for me because I have been so hurt the last few months that I don't want to, frankly, I didn't want to feel anything. I didn't want to feel any attachment, any emotional connection through sex to anyone. So I was just looking for like casual sex, hookups, booty calls, whatever. You know, if that is what you feel you need right now, really tune in. And if it's resonating with you and your soul and your higher purpose, then go with it. And for me, I realized like that was coming from a place of fear and insecurity and having to feel like I was getting attention and validation because I didn't feel it inside, I'll tell you that. So I was looking outside of myself to make me happy when really it's an inside job. Something or someone might be able to make you, they might please you and satisfy you in the moment, but at the end of the night when you're wrapped up in your blanket cold and lonely, like that person ain't there. So you have to be there for yourself. So right now, like Maybe you're asking yourself, you're probably not, but Lauren, what the fuck are you looking for then? That's a great question, guys. When I've been dating the last few weeks, months, whatever, it's really been bringing up a lot of shit. I realize I still have so much shit to work on and I got to like let go of that baggage, honestly, but I just get a little crazy when I start dating because it just brings up all like all that old trauma will resurface. And I think that's why my mood has been like a little off kilter. So I've decided like, maybe I'm just going to take dating off the table because another cliche, wow, that is the theme. (laughs) We are going with it. When you're not looking for it, it will happen. Have you ever realized that when you're in a desperate state seeking something out, like it just, it evades you. It just, it's not coming. And then you feel worse and you start digging a deeper hole for yourself. But when you finally detach from it, when you cut those cords, when you untie those knots, that is when it comes because you're just in a state of flow, baby. Like the universe knows the universe is so smart and the universe is on your side. So right now, you know, I'm open to anything. I don't know if I'm in the right headspace for a relationship. I'm open to it. If I meet the right person, you know, Um, but I, I think I will know when that time is right. Right now, I, I'm not like a booty call kind of girl, but like, I just feel like I really want to explore my sexuality right now. Um, and you can make any rash judgments about that statement you want, but I just want to enjoy life. I, I'm not someone that likes one night stands. Like I need to physically and emotionally respect someone before I sleep with them, at least in a healthy way. You know, of course I could compulsively like fuck anyone, but you know, that's not doing either of us a favor. And frankly, that's how you get yourself in trouble. (laughs) And I'm not looking for trouble. Um, I'm looking for good sex, good food, someone I can go out, have a good time with. This is not an advertisement. I'm just speaking from the heart and I'll see where it goes. But for now, I'm just going to stay off the apps. I'm going to think and breathe before I make any decisions. And I'm just going to do me and trust that, you know, the better it gets, the better it gets, as Abraham Hicks says. And I think I just need to discover myself more before I look for that in someone else. Because two halves, no matter what geometry says, it can't make a whole, guys. You have to be whole in order to find that other person that you can grow together, you can develop together, and you can become your best selves together. So I'm just, just, I'm going to go. Wherever life leads me, I will go. And I will trust that, you know, I'm not going to play God anymore. God knows what's best for me. And my blinders have been on for a while. And I just need to be, I just need to be willing to take them off and be open-minded. And I, I suggest you do the same. So that is my weekly update rant. Better things are ahead, guys. Let the past go. Let that shit go as best as you can. Just try and try and try again until you feel you're an, an inch closer to your goal. Because that's how we reach our dreams is with small steps. And you'll go up and you'll fall back down. But just know that you are strong enough to withstand anything. Just have courage. Be, be brave. Be bold. Be bold. Have fun. Life is so short. We only have one life and we are the creators of our own destiny. I truly believe that. Hang on, guys. Hang tight. You know? You the sun will rise. You will get through this no matter where you're at, no matter where you're from. I will hold your hand. We can do it together. Let me know how everything is going. I'm super excited. I have a couple guests lined up for you guys the next few weeks. Um, And if anyone wants to come on, we can literally talk about anything. Everything goes here. This is like TMI to the fullest extent. That's, I love it. I love it. These conversations are so important. I know that I'm speaking my truth and it will resonate with someone and you can relate to me maybe in some way, shape or form. So share your story. Look forward to the journey. You know, this is, it's all about you honor yourself, love yourself, be kind to yourself. That's what it's all about. It's coming home back to you.